Tolly the Baba, Lebrina Kato Biga, Lagabadunga, Galana Maho, Egebajokolo, the Brina Kakangle, and Mozotoli, the Bembre, Gedesekila, and Amaha, Egebajokolo, the Bambre, Rekato Kilima, Katone, Ketinga, Galina, Mamana, Egebajokolo, the Brina Katote, Lebaraka, Tosukala, and Amriga, and Egeba Sukala, and Amaha, Engabalona, Monongo, Lonoma, Nakina, Manakolo, Duba, Ladaba, Egebajokolo, Namakina, Gana, Kanukotolia, Nagara Kataya, Egebazokolo da Brina Katoya, Lebara Katosokola, Membranda Gangle de Bojakea, Egebazokola da Mange, Egebazokolo da Brina Katoli de Baba, Engebojekelenamaha, Engeboroto Sikia. Father, we give you praise and glory in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we come before your word humbly and respectfully tonight. And we rejoice that we have the privilege of fellowship in the light of your world. I pray for everybody connected to the service tonight that revealed knowledge is gifted every man, every woman around the world. We decree that bodies and yokes are destroyed. We decree that the eyes of your people's understanding flooded with light. We decree that everyone connected to the broadcast is strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man. Thank you, Lord, for your word and thank you for grace and mercy. By the end of this service, we decree and declare that Jesus is glorified and the body of Christ is edified. We give you praise for answered prayer in Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. <clears throat> Glory to God forevermore. <clears throat> hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. All right. I want to quickly, 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 quickly. I want you to lift up your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together. As we repeat these words, I am born of God. I am born of the word. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore, today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. And every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Light Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and all of you that are connected around the world and the social media platform. We're so glad to welcome every one of you, the YouTubers. So glad to have all of you connected tonight. And everybody that is connected to the service tonight by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Aquaibum, Uniuyo FM, Heritage FM, and those of you connected by Inspiration FM, we're so glad to have all of you connected to this service. Do me a favor, radio audience, invite a friend, a family member, reach out to somebody, ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves. Our, our social media community like you've always done. Let's do it again together tonight. Help me invite, invite a friend. Share the video with all the groups on your, on your page. Make sure you tag as many people as possible. Join as many groups as possible. Let's get the word to the ends of the earth. 
drop them on monogram telegram and whatsapp groups let's flood the entire blue marble planet with the fragrance of jesus's grace all our bible study centers what a judge of all of you connected around the state all of the places where brethren are gathered we're excited to have all of you connected all our campuses around the world we're glad to welcome every one of you guys get ready it's going to be an exciting time of study as we explore the riches of his grace I'd like you to grab your pen your notebook and your bible you can be seated with your sweet smart self as we get into the word of his grace <clears throat> ephesians chapter 6 verse number 18 ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 today we're concluding our series of praying with the spirit praying with the spirit ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. In the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all sins. And supplication for all sins. So we define praying in the spirit to be taken as part of the whole armor of God. We said it is the sword of the spirit because if you look at the pretext in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Next verse, praying. Which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all sins. So we can say, what is the sword of the spirit? And so we can answer by saying that the sword of the spirit is the word of God praying always. The sword of the spirit is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. The word word, the word of God praying, the word word is rema, which is used for speaking. That is the utterances of God. The words of God in the spirit. The words of God in the spirit. So we said that the term in the spirit can be used for two things. Number one, for your nature, you are born of the spirit. And your activity, your walk in the spirit. We saw that in Romans chapter 8. And we saw it in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. Activity. Romans chapter 8, nature. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2, activity. You can also see that in Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. And Galatians chapter 5 verse 25. So the term in the spirit can be who you are positionally who you are positionally the term in the spirit who you are positionally or nature and then activity to walk in the spirit you will see that in revelation chapter 1 verse 10 i was in the spirit on the last day i was in the spirit on the last day you can also see it in revelation chapter 4 verse 2 i was the word genomai i was in the spirit or i became i was in the spirit so you can be in the spirit and not be in the spirit all right you can be in the spirit and not be in the spirit 
you are born again you are in the spirit and may not be in the spirit if there is no activity at all it is both nature and activity so you are in the spirit by virtue of being born but if there is no activity at all you are not in the spirit all right please pay attention to those words so in genesis chapter 1 verse 3 I mean, chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, Moses was writing about the Genesis account of creation. And the first activity of the Spirit, or in the Spirit, was to speak. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said. So the first activity of in the Spirit was to speak. So, activity in the spirit, therefore, is primarily speaking, speaking, speaking. We said that to see in the spirit is passive. To be active in the spirit is to speak. So, to hear in the spirit is passive. Active will be to speak. So, there is both passive and actives in the spirit. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Habit in the spirit he speaketh in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So in the spirit he speaks. He uses speak so much that you have to speak. So speaking three times in that text. And uses the term in the spirit to explain where it is done. The speaking is done in the spirit. And he says that man speaks unto God in the spirit. So today our only relationship with God is in the spirit. And he says that communication with God is verbalized in tongues. That communication with God is verbalized in tongues. That communication in the spirit is done in tongues. So to isolate our relationship with God and make it exclusive. To isolate our relationship with God and make it exclusive is called tongues. When you isolate your relationship with God and make it an exclusive communication, it is called tongues. And that activity called tongues is in the spirit. When you hear the word in the spirit, you have to locate it in the later. The later where that word came from. So let's examine that word in the spirit or the spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4. 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, verse 4. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of men's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit. Underline that. Of the Spirit and of power. So there is the word there, the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. So observe the word, his spirit. 
The first scripture, we saw the spirit. The second scripture we just read, we saw his spirit. So, the spirit is his spirit. The spirit is his spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. But the spirit of God. So, the spirit in verse 4, is his spirit in verse 10, is the spirit of God in verse 11. The spirit his spirit, which is the spirit of God. Look at verse 12 of that same chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. In verse 13, it is called the Spirit of God. In verse 14, it's called His Spirit. Give me verse 14 of that same First Corinthians 2, 11, I mean verse 14, 2, 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Give me verse 13. Verse 13. <clears throat> which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing the spirituals with spiritual. Now observe that there he, he called it his spirit or the spirit or the spirit of God. In the same letter, 1 Corinthians 3.16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 16. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you? That the spirit of God dwells in you? Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together, and my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, my spirit, now when he says my spirit, he is talking about my authority as an apostle over you. So Paul in that text is talking about his authority to give instructions to the church as it were in this particular verse. But look at 1 Corinthians 6, 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. And such were some of you. But you are washed. You are sanctified. You are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So look at what he called him. The Spirit of our God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Look at verse 19 of the same chapter. It's one spirit. What? Know ye not 
that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own, the temple of the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. Same later. Now concerning spirituals, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Same spirit. Same spirit. First Corinthians 12 verse 3. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse number 3. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of God called Jesus a cost. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Gifts of the Spirit, now he's talking about. Look at verse 4 of the same chapter. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. When he talks about diversities, he's talking about endowments, gifts, endowments. So he has introduced you to an endowment. An ability that is in the spirit. There are diversities of gifts, endowments, abilities that are in the spirit. Same thing as sanctification, same spirit. Then he says there's an endowment in the spirit. An endowment in the spirit. So he begins to mention many of those diversities. In verse 7, look at what he says in that same First Corinthians 12, verse number 7. <clears throat> but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So in mentioning the endowments of the Spirit, he mentions tongues, vocal, utterances. He mentions tongues. Look at verse 10. Verse 10. <clears throat> verse 10. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. He mentions tongues. Don't forget, tongues is an endowment in the spirit. Tongues is an endowment in the spirit. Look at verse 11 and 13. Verse 11 of the same chapter. But all these work at the one or that one and the same, same spirit. Dividing to every man severally as he wills. Look at verse 13 now. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles. Whether we be bond or free, we have all, or we have been all made to drink into one spirit. We've all been made to drink into one spirit. So now, when you get to chapter 14, verse 2, 14 of the same First Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men. But unto God, for no man understanded him. How be it? In the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. Don't forget tongues, like I said, is an endowment. Where? In the spirit. So, he is endowed in the spirit to speak. 
he is endowed in the spirit to speak so by the time he gets to verse 14 he says my spirit prays first corinthians 14 14 pay attention first corinthians 14 14 for if i pray in an unknown tongue my spirit prayeth my spirit prayeth but my understanding is unfruitful he says my spirit pray why does he call it my spirit prays because we have been given the same spirit we have been given the same spirit look at that verse 14 15 and 16 of first corinthians 14 please pay attention what is it then i will pray with the spirit and i will pray with the understanding also i will sing with the spirit and i will sing with the understanding also else when thou shalt bless with the spirit how shall he that occupied the room of the unlearned say amen at thy giving of thanks seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest so the spirit in verse 32 the things of the spirit of the prophet are subject to the prophet look at that verse 32 of chapter 14 first corinthians and the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets so the things of the spirit of the prophets all right the things my spirit the things of the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophet so in other words tongues are given for activity tongues are given for activity paul expressly explains activity in the spirit by speaking by speaking and the good thing about this instance is he is teaching prayer in this context he mentions prayer well enough because when he was going to explain tongues in operation he says i pray i pray in the spirit so pray was how he explained tongues pray he explained tongues by using the word or the activity prayer then he went to thanksgiving in prayer then he says in first corinthians 14 18 please pay attention first corinthians chapter 14 verse 18 i thank my god i thank my god i speak with tongues more than ye all i speak with tongues more than ye all all of you put together so we can comfortably say i pray in tongues more than ye all that's what brother paul was saying because everybody that reads first corinthians 14 2 will already know that that verse in fast to prayer and thanksgiving so he was emphatic on prayer very emphatic first corinthians chapter 14 he used the word edify edify many times in that chapter and we will narrow down on some of them look at first corinthians chapter 14 verse 3 first corinthians chapter 14 verse 3 but he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification edification and exhortation and 
comfort. So he says edification. Look at verse 4. Verse 4 of that same chapter. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church. So he edifies himself. It's the word oikodomio in the Greek. Now let's look at some corroboration. So if I speak in tongues, I speak to God at the same time I edify myself. Alright? When I speak in tongues, I speak to God and in that same instance, I edify myself. So I speak in tongues to edify myself. Jude verse 20. Glory to God. Jude verse 20 is just one chapter. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The word build up is the same word edify. Edify. A pure in the Greek. Edify. That is all of us. In 1 Corinthians 14, he mentions edify. Then he says, praying in the Holy Ghost. So, edify is a key word in praying in the Holy Ghost. Edify is a key word in praying in the Holy Ghost. Please, that's very important. So, in other words, there is a uniqueness to pray in the Spirit. There is a uniqueness to pray in the Spirit because there was no praying in the Spirit until the Spirit was given. There was no praying in the Spirit until the Spirit was given. Just like I've said before, praying to get answers from God is not exclusive to Christians. Praying to get answers from God is not exclusive to Christians. Alright? Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> a non-believer can pray in the mosque and receive. He can pray in the mosque and receive. Unbelievers asked Jesus and he didn't turn them away. Anywhere they asked him for anything he gave to them. Oh Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What do you want? That I may see. Receive. He gave them. They were not believers. Yet they prayed and wherever they prayed, he answered them. Alright? So the very first prayer in the Bible was by Cain. Cain, you know, under the cross. Cain in unbelief. Cain did not believe the promises of God. Alright? And, and his prayer was answered. So the question is, what's unique about prayer? The uniqueness of prayer in the epistles is praying in the spirit. Where you are edified and built up. That one, an unbeliever cannot pray it. That one, a man that is not born again cannot pray it. That is the uniqueness. Prayer in the spirit. Please pay attention. Prayer in the spirit. And praying in the spirit edifies you. Praying in the spirit builds you up. And at the same time, you are speaking mysteries to God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Are you still in the building? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Is prayer in the whole armor of God? Huh? Yes, because that's how I started the teaching this night. Okay, now. 
It's praying in the spirit that is in the whole armor of God. Okay? Because prayer as prayer is not in the whole armor because like we said, an unbeliever can pray where? In the mosque and his prayer is answered. So the prayer that is in the whole armor of God is what? Praying where? In the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Always be specific. Praying in the spirit. So, he calls praying in the spirit the sword of the spirit. The emphasis is the sword of the spirit. Praying in the spirit. The sword of the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Why is it so? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Be strong in the Lord. The word be strong in the Lord means be strengthened. Be strong in the Lord means be strengthened. And in the power of his might. So be strengthened in the Lord. Can we also say that be strengthened in the Lord is be strengthened in Christ. Okay. Can we also say be strengthened in the Lord, be strengthened in Christ can also be strengthened in the spirit. Alright, so it's the same thing. Okay. So be strengthened in the spirit means to draw strength from the spirit. Draw strength from the spirit. To draw strength from the spirit you don't make the lord strong you take strength from the lord you take strength from something in romans chapter 4 verse 20 abraham was strong in faith giving glory to god strong in faith in philippians chapter 4 verse 13 philippians i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me so when you pray in the spirit, what does it do to you? It strengthens you. You are strong. When you pray in the spirit, you build strength. You draw strength. You fetch strength. So notice, the focus of praying in the spirit is not prayer to get something. Alright? The focus of prayer in the spirit is praying to be something. Be strong. Strengthened with might by the spirit. Be strong. Strengthened with might by the spirit. So the recipient of that prayer in the spirit will be you. The recipient of that prayer in the spirit will be you. In as much as that prayer will also achieve for others, you will also receive from that prayer. So praying in the spirit is intelligent praying. You are praying for others, for the saints. You are praying for the man of God. At the same time, you are praying for yourself. Alright? You are strengthened with might by the spirit. Because the prayer strengthens you. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How do you get strong? By praying in the spirit. 1 Corinthians 14.4 He that prayeth in the spirit edifieth himself. 
He that prayeth in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, which is the word oikodomio. Paul had used that same word oikodomio in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9 and verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9 and verse 16 about building a structure. Alright, about building a structure. As a wise master builder, let every man take it how he builds. Okay? Now, in 1 Corinthians 8 verse 1, put it up for me. 1 Corinthians 8 verse 1. <clears throat> now, as touching idols or touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge perfect up. But charity edifies. First Corinthians ten twenty three. Edify it. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. So that's an active word. Something that builds. Something that strengthens. First Corinthians 8 verse 10. First Corinthians 8 verse 10. For if a man see thee, which has knowledge, sit at meat in the idol's temple, shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened, emboldened, to eat those things which are offered to idols? The word emboldened. The word emboldened. So, when we pray in tongues, we are bold. Prayer in tongues gives us boldness. We are emboldened. Remember, when they prayed in Acts chapter 4 verse 23. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. After they went to preach, they were beaten and persecuted. And they were warned never to preach in the name of Jesus Christ. They came back to their own company. And reported all that the chief priests have said to them. And all that they have done to them. And they lifted up their voices to God in one accord. And they said, Lord, thou art God. Who by the mouth of David thy servant has said. Why do the hidden rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings and the rulers have set up themselves against Christ and against his anointing. And now Lord behold their threatenings. And grant that with all boldness we may preach your word. By stretching forth our hands to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done in the name of your holy son Jesus. And the place was shaken. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they preached the word of God with boldness. They preach the word of God with boldness. They were emboldened. The place was shaking. They were bold. Remember, praying in the spirit is related to primarily the preaching of the gospel. The praying in the spirit is connected to the preaching of the gospel. The boldness is to preach your word. The boldness is to make disciples. The boldness is to preach the word of God uninterruptedly to preach the uncompromising word of God in spite of resistance and opposition boldness to withstand boldness to be resolute to be to be so so doggedly focused that you are not deterred in the preaching of the gospel the Bible says they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they preached the word of God with boldness so this kind of prayer we will be drunk with it this year 
we will soak ourselves in prayer in the spirit we will swim in it we will be saturated with it because of the intensity with which we will preach the world i thought somebody would shout amen yeah we will be so drenched in it drenched in this prayer in fact let me mention it quickly from monday next week the spirit of god spoke to me this afternoon while i was praying and praying for this particular service from monday next week to sunday next week one full week we'll be here every afternoon to pray 12 to 1 12 to 1 the entire church everybody we will all run in here and pray for one full hour in the spirit the entire hour is in tongues every day through the whole of next week those of you watching on television those of you listening on radio all our campuses and all our bible study centers the entire power city community that is what we're doing the whole of next week we will just blow in tongues like never before we are building strength to preach the world uninterruptedly i thought somebody would shout a good amen so i'm announcing it already that's what i'm doing while i'm teaching this i'm already making that announcement it's going to be a full week of prayer in the spirit the whole of next week and we're going to fast with it so in the morning no breakfast you don't eat until you come here at 12 o'clock then when we finish at one you can go and eat if you want to eat and if you don't want to you can continue and blast in tongues the whole day it's going to be a week there is a season that is come upon us and i tell you friends we will seize this season and utilize it to advance the gospel i thought somebody would shout hallelujah so we are emboldened concerning the gospel we are not swayed by the enemy we are not swayed by the enemy that's a unique thing about praying in the spirit we are emboldened and not swayed by the enemy we quench the fiery darts of the enemy when we begin to pray in the spirit. So, praying in the spirit doesn't have to have a prayer point. Praying in the spirit doesn't have to have a prayer point. You are emboldened. So, you just pray for all sins. He uses the word edify. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3, verse 4, for those making notes, verse 3, verse 4, verse 17, verse 26. To build the other person. To embolden. To strengthen. To fortify. Kabayada. When we pray in tongues, we are emboldened. We are strengthened. We are fortified. No opposition can bring us down. No resistance can stand us. That is this kind of prayer gives you the gusto that you require to penetrate opposition it takes praying in the spirit when we pray in the spirit we build up one another we build up the man of god we build up ourselves so all of us benefit from it am i communicating at all all of us benefit from it so we are not swayed so if i'm praying in the spirit i am fortifying myself you use that against something. You fortify yourself against the aggression of the enemy. You fortify yourself against the resistance of darkness. You fortify yourself against the strategy of wicked and unreasonable men. You fortify. So in Ephesians chapter 6, you fortify yourself against the wiles of the devil. Against the strategies. Against the network against the wiles of the enemy 
by fortifying yourself by praying in the spirit, you will show yourself not to be ignorant of the devices of the wicked. Yeah. When you fortify by praying in the spirit, you outsmart the tricks of the enemy. Am I communicating at all? Yeah. You develop spiritual skillfulness, spiritual smartness, where you outsmart satanic orchestrations to hinder the gospel. Where kabato me katonakaya le batoba. Where you out out outwit the enemy. Yeah. You come up with supernatural skills that the enemy cannot neutralize. There's something unique in First Corinthians 14:28. Put it up for me. There's something unique in First Corinthians 14:28. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. That is, if you're speaking in tongues, no interpretation, let him keep silent. The word sigao, sigao, which is relative. Let him speak to himself and to God. Two personalities. Is it two personalities or one and the same? Let him speak to himself and to God. Two people are one and the same. He that is joined to the Lord. So one and the same. To himself, that is to God. Let him speak to himself, that is to God. Sigao. Because he had told you in verse 4, you edify yourself. That means, as you speak to God, you edify yourself at the same time. So you are speaking to God, you are edifying yourself. Are we communicating at all? Yeah. By speaking in tongues. That means, as you speak to God, mysteries, at the same time, the speaker is edified. So it goes to God and it edifies you. So praying in tongues or praying in the spirit is peculiar to us. It's peculiar to us. It's peculiar to the new birth. It's a self-sustaining model in the church. Praying in the spirit is a self-sustaining model in the church. It's a self-strengthening model. The way something renews itself. Prayer in the spirit renews you. It sustains you. Yeah. It renews you. We don't look up to heaven to be strengthened. Uh -uh. We pray in the spirit to be strengthened. So he said, be strong in the Lord and where? In the power of his might. When you pray in tongues, you are being strengthened. That's why brother Paul will say, when you pray in tongues, you speak mysteries. Why will you speak mysteries? First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1. Let's examine mysteries in that later. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1. And I brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. So he calls mysteries the gospel. He calls mysteries the gospel. First Corinthians 2 verse 7. <clears throat> First Corinthians 2 verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, 
which God ordained before the world unto our glory. So he calls mysteries the gospel. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. The gospel. He calls mysteries the gospel. Okay. So first Corinthians 2 1, the gospel. First Corinthians 2 7, the gospel. First Corinthians 13 verse 2. 13 verse 2. First Corinthians 13 2. <clears throat> first Corinthians 13 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and I'm not charity, I am nothing. Now that's unclear because it is it is talking about charity. But look at First Corinthians fifteen fifty one because that's the gospel too. First Corinthians fifteen fifty one. Behold, I show you a mystery: we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. That's the gospel. So things that are within the gospel are called in the book of First Corinthians mystery. So why is my mind unfruitful? Because tongues are the mysteries of God. Tongues are the mysteries of God. Getting blessed? Jude verse 20. Jude verse number 20. <clears throat> but you beloved, are they beloved in this building? Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Build up yourselves on your most holy faith. Why did he say that? Again, the word faith was used by Jude twice. In Jude verse 20 and Jude verse 3. Look at verse 3 of Jude. Jude verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the uncommon salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints contend for the faith contend for the faith build up yourself on your most holy faith verse 20 verse 3 contend for the faith verse 20 build up yourself on your most holy faith all right now Jude taught it as withstanding a false gospel. Withstanding a false gospel. In line of standing with the gospel, he now said, if you're standing with the gospel, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That is, pray more in the spirit. Background. Jude started in Jude chapter 1 verse 3 and 4. Jude 1, 3, and 4. Put it up for me. Jude 1, 3, and 4. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Verse 4. For there are certain men, Gadado there, there are certain men, crept in unawares 
who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he began to talk about false prophets and false teachers from verse 5 to 19. After talking about the activity of false prophets and false teachers, then in verse 20, put it up, Jude 1, 20, he now says, But you, beloved, in spite of these false prophets and false teachers, you, beloved, building up yourselves because of these false prophets and false teachers and another gospel and false gospel that has crept in on awares seeking to corrupt the gospel of Christ. You need to build up. Because that's the only way you can withstand another gospel. That's the only way you can break the tohungas and the backbone and pull down mindsets, opposing mindsets, thoughts, reasonings, imaginations, thought patterns that oppose the truth of our Lord Jesus Christ. You've got to be built up on the inside. It's not open eye. It's spiritual strength. Where you speak and your word goes forth like a sword, pierces through and cannot be resisted. It may not be accepted, but it cannot be resisted. It may not be accepted, but it cannot be denied. Are you following what I'm saying here? This is very important because of where we are going with this mandate. This is very important because of where this assignment and this mission is taking us to. This I hope everybody that is a citizen in this building, online, on television, Facebook, radio, I hope everybody hearing me is hearing very well. You need strength for this journey. And what instruction did he give us? Contend for the faith. Earnestly contend. No other instructions after contending till verse 20. And he tells you why. Build up yourself on your most holy faith. Why? Some have crept in unawares. Some have crept in unawares. Now listen. Is this similar to Ephesians chapter 6? Strong in the Lord, power of his mind. Weapons of our warfare, not cannot put on the whole armor of God. Very similar to Jude 20. Similar to 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 10 verse 4. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination, bringing every thought under subjection to the obedience of Christ. So, build up yourselves on your most holy faith. How? Praying where? In the Holy Ghost. The word build up yourself is the word epokodomio. Used there, it's a very tricky word. Yourselves. When that word is used in the New Testament Greek, it's more than one person. So that means that we are praying for ourselves. We are building ourselves. And as I am praying for believers in our church, I am building myself and the believers against the wiles of the enemy. See that? Are building your, yourselves. So it's both you and other believers. The best way to pray for a believer is to pray in tongues. 
When a brother say, bro, I need some prayer. You pray until you feel a release. Then you lift your hands in tongues. You tell him, bless you. He says, but I didn't tell you the prayer point. It's not necessary. It's been taken care of. Are you still in the building here? Because we are not in the flesh. So we are in the spirit. And the spiritual man judges all things. All things. Oh, somebody said to me, do I have to pray in tongues? After hearing all I'm teaching, if you still ask that question, you need to be prayed for. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16 to 20. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That's the best I can say to you for now. That word, epokodomio, is used in 1 Corinthians 3.10. 3.10. You will see it used twice. 1 Corinthians 3.10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builded thereon. But let every man take it how he build it, build it, build it, edify. First Corinthians 3, 12 to 14. First Corinthians 3, 12 to 14. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. Next verse, next verse 13. 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Building. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Colossians chapter 2 verse 7. Colossians chapter 2 verse number 7. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving as you have been taught all right so build up yourselves on your most holy faith so as a local church when we pray more in tongues we are building one another we are building the people we are praying for and we're building the people that are praying. Especially when I'm praying in the spirit. I am building persons. Myself. Inclusive. I am building persons. Myself. Inclusive. And it is for the furtherance. Of the gospel. For the furtherance. Of the gospel. It's for believers to be strong. Be bold. Be resolute. Is to take care of believers' spiritual deficiencies. When a brother is spiritually deficient, grab him and pray over him in tongues. When you feel weak, you feel like you can't make it, you feel discouraged. At that time, you need to be prayed for in tongues. Or you yourself need to take out time and pray in tongues. It takes care of spiritual deficiencies. So praying in the spirit is actually a weapon against the wiles of the devil. We know that their wiles are spiritual. All the wiles of the enemy are more spiritual than natural. And it's very easy to look at things naturally. 
But you know, when you look at things naturally, it means you're not wise. But the realm of real victory is in the spirit. We win in the spirit. We win in the spirit. We are born of the spirit. We live in the spirit. We walk in the spirit. We war in the spirit. We win in the spirit. Hallelujah. We win in the spirit. We are not praying in the spirit to stop the devil. We are not praying in the spirit to stop the devil. We are praying in the spirit to withstand him. We are not afraid of him. We, want, we are not afraid of him. We are withstanding him. Then we are able to supply strength for believers that are weak. Praying in the spirit doesn't have a prayer point. It's not like praying for a problem. Praying in the spirit is already the prayer point. You didn't hear that. Praying in the spirit is the prayer point. What is the prayer point? Praying in the spirit. Lekotomalata. That is the prayer point. When you start praying in the spirit, is the prayer point. And as you pray in the spirit, you are fortified. You are strengthened. In other words, the way we contend for the faith, the way we contend for this gospel, is what? To pray in the spirit. That is, in the midst of the opposition of the gospel, what do we do? We pray in the spirit. Or, those who twist and turn the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We do what? We pray in the spirit. We build ourselves in our most holy faith. We pray in the Holy Ghost. Then we keep ourselves where? In the love of God. Hallelujah. We keep ourselves in the love of God. So, praying in the spirit is what we have in Christ. It's related to the gospel of Christ. Ephesians 6.18 Glory to God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching their run to with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. I pray in tongues more than ye all. First Corinthians 14, 18. So praying in tongues is key. Is key. When I'm praying in tongues, I am edifying myself. I am being strong in the Lord by praying in tongues. Now, so let's take a few things. Somebody said to me, do I have to be motivated to pray? My first motiv motivation should be what are scripturally laid down already as prayer points. That's my motivation. Pray for all saints. Pray for all saints. Pray for ministers of the gospel. Pray for your nation. Pray for those in authority. That we may live a peaceful and quiet life. So that God will have all men to be saved. And to come to the knowledge of the truth. So we pray for our nation. Are you in the building? And pray for the spread of the gospel. The spread of the gospel. Now let me address something very quickly. In John 11.35. John 11.35 Jesus wept. Jesus wept. So, if Jesus wept, it means that there are positive emotions. There are positive emotions in the place of prayer. Look at verse 33. John 11.33 When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, 
and the Jews also weeping, which came with her. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled. He groaned in the spirit. He responded in compassion. To groan means to complain. To groan means to show a disaffection, a discomfort. It's related to what she said. She said something to Jesus. Then Jesus groaned in the spirit. In response to what she said. He showed a discomfort in the spirit. And you know we can pray out of compassion. Yeah. You pray out of compassion. You are so compassionate. When you saw that situation. You saw that brother. You saw that sister. Out of compassion. You began to groan. These are in spirit inspired compassion. And it comes when we identify with people. Yeah, when you put yourself in somebody's shoes. And you imagine what the person must have gone through. You groan. You groan. Acts chapter 20 verse 19. Let's see brother Paul. Acts chapter 20 verse 19. Serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations which befell me by the lying in wait of the Jews. With many tears. Paul was talking about tears that came because of ministry. Tears as a result of ministry. Acts 20 37. Acts 20 37. And they all wept sore and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him. These are emotions we express because of the gospel. Emotions we express because of the gospel. Yeah. You express deep emotions because of the gospel. Bible says when Paul was leaving the brethren in Ephesus, they wept. Why? They wept. It was not just weeping. That is, they felt his departure. And they, they imagine what a blessing his ministry has been. They imagine the kind of labor he has labored. And they had heavy emotions. And they wept on his neck. And they kissed him. Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4. Brother Paul writes into the church at Corinth. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears, not that you should be grieved, but that you may know the love which I have more abundantly unto you. That is so much love overwhelmed him that he, he couldn't stop expressing an emotion. So there are spirit-led, spirit emotions. Yeah, spirit-led emotions in ministry. Spirit-bred emotions in ministry. Sometimes when you see the level of ignorance that is on people and you are talking to them and they are opposing the gospel, you well up with com com compassion and you begin to groan and cry for their state. Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Why did he weep over Jerusalem? They did not know the time of their visitation. 
What they've been waiting for arrived, but they were too blind to notice it. So he wept emotions. Yeah. Emotions to get the gospel across. There are times you just get so burdened, so emotional. When you see how people are deprived, how people are abused from the pulpit, how people are used and, 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 and misused, how people are ignorantly led in their thousands by a preacher who cannot explain John 3.16, yet he has cast a spell on them. And they are all sitting down like dummies. He is speaking nonsense and they are swallowing it. Sometimes out of compassion, you begin to groan for such ministries that light will break through. Yeah, you groan. You groan. You groan for your family. Especially your family members. Those of them that are staying away from the gospel. That are resistant towards the gospel. You groan. You groan. It's not self-induced. It's a spirit-led emotion. You, you don't work it up. You don't work it up. As you begin to pray in the spirit for such people, when there is need for groaning, the spirit will produce it in that prayer. Am I communicating at all? Yes. When the spirit designs a need for you to groan, he will drop it. You will just see yourself groaning effortlessly. No, it's not you that will work it up. You think and think you start crying. No, 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 no. You pray in the spirit. That's enough. But if there is need, be filled with joy. That I may be filled with joy. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with strong crying and tears unto him, that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Jesus prayed with tears. Philippians 3 17. Please pay attention. Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which work so as you have us for an example. 18. For many work of whom I have told you often. And now tell you, even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. With tears, I am telling you, that there are those who are enemies of the cross of Christ. Next verse, 19. Whose end is destruction? Whose God is their belly? Whose glory is in their shame? Who mind earthly things? Enemies of the cross. You see, I'm talking to you with tears. Brother Paul will say, my little children, of whom I travel again in birth until Christ be formed in you. Until Christ be formed in you. So there is the place of compassion in prayer and teaching. When you see the way I teach, sometimes you can clearly see the compassion with which I teach. You can feel the emotions. You can feel the pain. The discomfort is like birth pangs. It's like giving birth to something. Yeah. It's like birth. You feel it. You, you know, you, 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 you don't know what to do. Sometimes you just can't help. You just lie down like you are helpless, but you are not. It's you're overwhelmed with emotions. Your compassion. 
to see things happen in the life of believers to see people build up you see people edified to see people mature some believers you look at them they've been under this kind of teaching five years is not showing on them and out of compassion how can you be under light and you are you are accommodating darkness how can you be sitting under the storehouse of light and you are walking and groping in the dark when you look at such brethren out of compassion you begin to pray for them you supplicate sometimes you groan in the spirit because you are you are you are you are you are praying for them to come to the realization it's not self-induced so in the place of prayer that can occur is a response we have from our spirit a response we have from our spirit look at matthew chapter 9 verse 36 jesus also responded with an emotion Matthew 9.36 But when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Look at verse 37. Then said he unto his disciples the harvest truly is plenteous but the laborers are few. Next verse. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Don't pray for the harvest. Pray for the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers. The fields are white. The harvest is ripe. What we need are laborers. Let laborers move into the place of evangelism into the place of making disciples so we pray that god will steer up laborers that the sleeping giant will wake up and take responsibility for the mandate of soul winning responsibility to turn men into disciples because they are like sheep having no shepherd if you had asked those people what do you need they wouldn't have said we want a shepherd if you had asked those people what they need, they will have said car. Some will have said house. Some will have said money. Some will have said wife. None of them will have known that they needed a shepherd. That their problem was not car and house and wife. Their problem was a shepherd. So in compassion, you are the one that knows what the people need. In compassion. You are the one who knows what they need. You are not compassionate to give the audience what they require. You are not compassionate to give the audience what they require. Mm -mm. You are compassionate to give the audience what they need. He said the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Everyone of you hearing me today, you are a laborer. Every one of you listening to the sound of my voice around the world. On television, radio, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Here in the building in our Bible study centers. Campuses around the world. You are the laborers. And we've got to go. For the harvest is ripe. Jesus said what they need is a shepherd. What they need is not money, it's not food. 
what they need is a shepherd. Then he called 12 and gave them power. Kabada. Lebat pobora katana. Over unclean spirits. And he sent them to go and preach. As we pray in the spirit, we take advantage of the strength in our spirit. We take advantage of the strength in our spirit. Kabadaga. The strength is already there. So praying in the spirit is to take advantage of it. To utilize it. To engage it. In 1 Thessalonians 5.17 Brother Paul said pray without ceasing. When you pray in tongues more. When you pray more in tongues you are praying without ceasing. When you pray more in tongues you are praying without ceasing. Be emboldened as you pray in the spirit. When we pray in the spirit, we are making a defense for the propagation of the gospel. We are building a defense by Yatomaga. We are praying a defense for the propagation of the gospel. Yeah. We are building up strength for the gospel to advance. Am I communicating at all? In 1 Thessalonians 5.17, write down these scriptures. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 to 3 Prayer for ministers Romans 12.12 12, Prayer Romans 15.30 to 31 Prayer for ministers Give me Romans 15.30 to 31 Romans 15.30 to 31 Brother Paul says to the church in Rome Now I beseech you brethren For the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the spirit that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. Next verse. That I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints. You strive in prayer. Second Thessalonians 3, 1 and 2 all those are but they are spirit giving prayer points. Then Ephesians 6, 18 to 20. These are scriptures for the defense of the gospel. Hebrews 13, 18. Put it up for me. Hebrews 13, 18. Pray for us. For we trust we have a good conscience. In all things, willing to live honestly. Pray for us. We pray in the spirit. We embolden ourselves. Whenever you pray in the spirit, something is done to the defense of the gospel through you and others. Every time you labatobele de dede, negrando sakayata, leya tokora, 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 riayua, yuayua, neginda lotopa. Every time maninga lebado neginagaha. Every time you pray in the spirit, something is done. To the defense of the gospel in you and in others. This is the year we give ourselves to the ministry of the world and prayers, making disciples and living supernaturally.
Stand up, let's pray for a few seconds. Get a mic for Dr. Gabriel and Pastor Bayemi. Get the microphones quickly. Where is it? Where is where, where, where is where is where is the microphone people? Metana Kotolo Doboro Kotusa Kalana Membra Dosukalada Babri Gedeskatelia Legaro Tosukalada Baba Rakota Kalika Karata Nakira Nakada Lebra Daso Brina Katobele Lebranda Dadoro Tosukalada Brina Katalanga Engaba Jokoro Dosukalada Bere Rakota Berika Tanaka Karata Karika Galaya Engebo Zokolo de Boboro Kotosa Kelea Engeba Joko Rakato Neka Leberekita Ragado Zoba Rabedereka Reketenika Barakatone Labarakata Babarayana Legelebora Rakato Bere Ragada Suba Leberekita Magarakata Magarataka Maragatana Maragatana Baragadege Ragadagaga 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 Agabajoko Agabajoko Lagaradose Ragadadose Ragadasoke Agarenema Agareneba Babaragada 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 Egelenema 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 Angabasoko 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 Lobatia, Elepotoloba, Ishipatayaba, Elepatia, 
in the name of Jesus strengthen with man by the spirit in the inner man in the inner man you build up a defense for the gospel you build capacity capacity for ministry you build endurance in prayer you build longevity in the preaching of the gospel yeah you build longevity yeah because you outwit every device every strategy you build up a defense mechanism and a renewal strategy a self-sustaining device prayer in the holy ghost it's just the beginning we're just introducing the subject the whole of next week everybody every day 12 to 1 in the afternoon we all rush into this house we throw ourselves inside this hall and there's a season on us somebody shout i hear you there's a season on us father we pray for everybody on television on social media we pray for everybody on radio right now in the name of jesus we decree that you grow in grace you grow in knowledge you abound in the lord jesus you are kept by the power of god you are stirred up you're stirred up by the holy ghost you're stirred up by the holy ghost to pray more than ever before and we decree that you're strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man christ dwells in your heart by faith you're rooted and grounded you're kept by the power of god great grace is upon you these are the days you will swim in so much strength like never before in the name of jesus thank you father for answered prayer in jesus precious name and every believer says a powerful amen. amen 
you grab your offering. Let's give before I join Mr. Michael Bush in the next in the studio where we'll be answering your questions, responding to your mails, and you know, responding to your phone calls in the next few minutes. But grab your offerings. When we hear the word, we give in honor of Christ, we give in honor of the word, we give in honor of the finished work. And tonight we're giving in honor of that work. And I want to thank all of you that continually continually give to this ministry to enable us to reach the ends of the earth with the truth of the gospel. Remember, on Sunday i told you that even your offering is part of warfare giving your offering enables the gospel to get into territories where you cannot get into without using certain means that only money provides so your money is part of warfare in the preaching of the gospel and as you give tonight you are giving wings to this gospel to fly into territories where we couldn't have reached ordinarily and i want to thank you for responding to giving faith. Banking details are scrolling on the screen, both on social media and on television. Radio audience, in another minute, also Mr. Michael Bush will read the banking details for you to give your offerings. I want you to lift up your offerings with giving faith. Father, we rejoice that tonight we give in faith, we give with joy, and we ask that our offerings are a sweet smell before you, and that your people who have given tonight in faith, every need is met supernaturally according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And we thank you for answered prayer right now in Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. Listen to me. Sunday morning, first service, 7.30 a.m. I'll be live at 8 a.m. In second service, 11 a.m., I'll be live and we're going to have a blast as we begin a new series of teaching on Sunday. You don't want to miss it for anything under the sun. Then Monday to Saturday, Sunday next week, we're going to have a whole week of prayer and fasting every day. I will share more details of that on Sunday. But we love you guys and we look forward to seeing you in the other studio in, you know, with Mr. Michael Bush. And until we, we see you on the other side, enjoy the grace of Christ. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight. Glory! Amen! Woo! A believer does not need to break bless, any bless, foundation bless, bless, bless. because the only foundation a believer has is Christ. You don't break Christ. Once you are born again, you are on a sure foundation. If things are not working, it's not because you are under a curse. It's not because you are not born again. No. This may not be working because of certain miscalculations on your part. Or lack of skill. Or lack of sensitivity to when the Holy Ghost gave you direction. But it cannot be because there's a foundation. A Christian has no foundation to break. A Christian cannot be possessed by devils. To be possessed means Satan entered your spirit and sat there. That's possession. How can a Christian who is born of God, the DNA of God is in you. How can Satan and God live together? So that is a deception. And it's fraud to the body of Christ. Join Drs. Abel and Rachel Daminer in New Christian Camp Meeting 2021 and ask the counselor with Michael Bush. Theme in Christ Realities. Ministering Dr. Abel Daminer. Date 31st January to 14th February 2021. Time Mondays to Saturdays 6 p.m. daily on Inspiration FM 105.9 Comfort FM 95.1 Excel FM 106.9 Radio Aquaibo 90.5 Unio FM 100.7 and Heritage FM 104.9
Radio and also live on Sunday, 7.30 a.m. first service and 10.30 a.m. second service. Venue, Power City International, number 98 Wangibo Road, Oyo, Akwaibom State, Nigeria. Host, Drs. Abel and Rachel Daminer. Be there. Um, I'll just give you, for those who are listening to us on the radio, there are three banks, as usual. I give you three of them for the price of one. I'll start with FCMB on this edition of the program, 2982682028, 2982682028. The account name, of course, is Power City International. So, 24 Zenith, 10, 12, 36, 59, 12, 10, 12, 36, 59, 12. Power City International, UBA, 139-26-465. Power City International remains the account name. Quickly, quickly, the second announcement I have for you would just simply be about sponsorship. If you are interested in calling into the program or in sponsoring the program, simply dial plus 234 803 275 if you are calling from outside the country. Otherwise, it's 0803 275 That's for sponsorship. Or you just simply send an email or two to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. That's how the announcements I'll be putting out at this point of the program. And I'm just waiting for the man without whom this program cannot hold to join me on set as soon as he comes we just fire on, but let me just quickly say that my name is Michael Bush. By the special grace of God, I'm the anchor, the man of the moment is here, the set man. An international televangelist, uh, prolific author, he's written 30 books and counting, and he's the power behind Power City International that God is using mightily. I'm just starting to see another glimpse of it, another side to him at all that I didn't know. I saw that a little yesterday, but today... Just um, catches fire on and on. But help me welcome Global Barber, Dr. Abel Damina. The Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. So good to have you here today. Global Barber. You know, Global Barber, um, up until yesterday, I just thought, okay, Global Barber is such a good teacher, studies the word, but there's another definition to Global Barber. The supernatural. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> global Barber is just setting the whole place on fire. Yeah, it's the time to set everyone on fire. Okay, Global Barber, I'll start. Um, I've always respected and loved you. Looks like the time has come to also fear you and make sure... No, don't fear yeah. me. <laughs> well, Global Barber, I don't want to come near you and then fall down like that. <laughs> you know, so I just have to be careful. Oh. Global Barber, so nice to see you. Like it's, you will say, it's, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay. Global Baba. This man. Okay. Global Baba is a fantastic day. Yeah. Um, okay. Global Baba, you know, I had an interesting um, uh, WhatsApp message. Okay. I'm going to leave out the guy's name. He says to me, please, sir. Uh, you know, normally I run this thing called Ask the Boss. Yes. You know, so. And I, told, I said to him, no, well, I'm going to allow Ask the Boss rest. 
Um, I'm going to take it on, ask the council and ask Lububa about this. Okay. He says to me, um, please, sir, the boss, I need your advice on something. I went with my family to meet the father of my girlfriend. I made my intention known to him that I want to marry his daughter. He said that he will not accept us to marry simply because years back, before my girlfriend and I were born, he had an affair with my mother. He didn't marry my mother. He says it in Nigeria, as we say in Nigeria. He says, the boss, he didn't marry my mother, just girlfriend then. Yes. And they also separated long before my girlfriend and I were born too. Do you understand? Yes. Um, he said that he would not accept us. Please, sir, can that stop us from marrying? Please, the boss, help us. We need your advice. So now I turn it. Please, the counselor, help them. Well, uh, it doesn't affect them in any way. Their parents and whatever they did is theirs. This is a new, a new relationship. And um, I mean, it doesn't stop them. But, but if he loves the lady and the lady loves him, I mean... But, but, but what are you thinking? Because I think this is more than meets the eye. I, I suspect, you know, yes. no, Baba, I, I come from a place called Duran. We yes. suspect everything. There's yes. always suspicion. Yes. You're always looking at the undertones. Yes. Could, this, could the man be suspecting that this boy is his son? Well, he should have gone ahead to confirm it. Yeah, because, you know, I put that question to the boy. Yes. He says the man is saying that, but my mother says, no, it didn't happen. It's not true. Well, then if he's really bothered about it, he should do a DNA test. That's the end of all arguments. Well, but, but why should a man even say that, considering that this guy went with his own mother and father? Yes, yes. The other man who is married to the, why do you need to say that? Well, if he is not willing to do a DNA test... Then this guy and the lady, if they're really in love, they should go ahead and get married. It doesn't stop them. Because, you know, they can't live their life pending on rumor and suspicion that came from the past when they were not even here. And since both families are not really naturally um, connected, connected mm. is, yeah. Oh, but there's really trouble, eh? Yeah. There's trouble in this world. I know, I know. Okay, so Global Bar, I just need us to tee off with that. Let's go back to our traditional opener, and that is prayer for our states, our government, our people, our country, and the continent and our world. Let's pray together. Father, we rejoice that we are found in Christ, and in Christ we have authority over circumstances and situations. We pray for Akwaibom State, we pray for the government of this state, and we pray for the citizenry of Akwaibom. We ask that the gospel thrives in this land, the glorious light of the gospel keeps shining in the dark places of the earth. And we decree that in the name of Jesus, men and women come to the knowledge of the truth. We pray for our world. We pray for Nigeria. We pray for the president of Nigeria. And we pray for the rest of the world using Nigeria as a point of contact. That the word of the Lord has free cause. And the word of the Lord is glorified. That men who sit in darkness will see great light. And we pray for our governmental leaders. Amen. That they will have a heart and a willingness to create enabling environment that allows for potentials within the society to thrive. And we rejoice that by faith we receive answers to prayer and we deny the devil access to our societies. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We now said about time we, you know, accelerated and um, started the program. Hello, Global Barabang. We're starting from Italy, even though this is anonymous entry. I just take it that it comes from Italy because that's where we slept in the last edition of the program. Please, I would like to know how Adam was created. Was he created by speaking?
that is, did God call him and he appeared, or God formed him from the dust of the earth? Well, like I thought, if you follow the teaching very carefully, well, you know, God created man in his image in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. And then in chapter 2, we see that man was formed from the dust of the earth. Like I said, God couldn't have molded a body for man to enter. If God did that, it would mean that God created a dead body before life came in. And there is no death in God. So what God did was God spoke man into being and man came down to the earth and took a body from the dust of the earth and inhabited it. That's exactly what happened. Okay, so we told it's early days yet, but our producer says there are some callers already on the line. Let's take the first one. Hello. Hello. Many thanks, ma'am, for joining us. I like how excited you sound. Where are you calling from your name? Hello, my name is Sandy I'm calling from the United Kingdom. Uh, I like the good evening, good days of God. Good evening. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to no and no God until Jesus came. Who gave Moses the Ten Commandments? Okay. Nobody saw God until Jesus came. That's, what it, that's the truth of the gospel. So who gave Moses? The Ten Commandments. Remember that God in the Old Testament spoke to them through mediums. 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 And that is why it is called progressive revelation. Alright? So, visions, dreams, all of those were the ways God communicated to the Old Testament people. So, yes, the Ten Commandments were communicated to Moses in a vision. And that is why, even in the interpretation of the Ten Commandments, you see the way it was written in the Old Testament. And when Jesus came... You find out that when Jesus spoke about the Ten Commandments, he spoke about them differently from the way Moses wrote them. So again, God communicated to the Old Testament people using mediums and speaking through prophets and speaking through dreams and visions and in different mediums of communication. Okay, so let's make progress now from um, Italy in Europe to the United States of America. Monica Rice, greetings to you. Dr. Abel Damina, Global Baba, and uh, Intercontinental Mr. Bush. I'm glad to be part of this awesome teaching, especially about um, speaking in tongues, which has been recently bothering my soul. Global Baba, I intend to flow more in speaking in tongues, uh, but when I'm alone, I don't pray for more than 30 seconds. The sounds simply come out as gibberish. I remember the joy I had when I got the gift of speaking in tongues back then as a teen girl, but that joy seems to be only spontaneous. I'm hoping that at the end of this teaching, Global Baba will be able to speak fluently and also sing in tongues by the Spirit. How can I, Global Baba, not only speak in tongues, but also interpret what I pray? Thank you. Stay blessed, Monica, in the United States of America. Wow, Monica, uh, as you keep following the teaching this week, a lot of things will be clear to you. And when knowledge comes, it becomes easy for you to function confidently and joyfully in the things of the Spirit. That's what Brother Paul says concerning spirituals. I will not have you ignorant. Because if you are ignorant of the spirituals, you will not be able to function in them. So again, some people, the problem is they have experience but no knowledge. So what is going to be happening as you keep teaching and you follow through the week, there will be an explosion that will happen within your spirit and you'll be confident as you speak in tongues. Fantastic. Okay, to Zimbabwe next now that's we come into Africa. Hello, Global Baba. My name is Pastor Chimembiri. I am writing from Zimbabwe. Praise God. Since I encountered you, Dr. Abel Damina, on TV, 
my message is now consistent. Keep on what you are sharing now. Religion will never resist this revelation knowledge. Knowledge will never bow to ignorance. Global about the word will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. Just as I would also soon join Dr. Abel Damina Mentorship Academy. Amen. Amen. That's wonderful. So the knowledge is spreading. Yes, it is. Okay, Global Baba from um, Zimbabwe will just trek into next door South Africa. And this one, greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. My name is Joseph. Global Baba, I'm watching and learning all the way from South Africa. May God continue to richly bless you and everyone working with you. Amen. Thank you. South Africa still. Hello, Global Baba. I thank our father for introducing you to me. It was this year during lockdown that as I was scrolling channels on my TV set, I came across KLN. You were speaking about ties and everything you said there made sense to me. You are consistent reference to the Bible. Whenever you are teaching, excites me greatly. You don't entertain at all. You speak the word of God as it is. Thank you, Global Baba. You are a blessing in my life. I listened to your teachings, 30 days of glory, then extended to 60 days, and now ask the counselor on riot. It is my first time um, that I've uh, heard a person explaining Christ the way you do. I'm in South Africa, Cape Town. I would love to be a lighthouse in my area. I really need your books. I'm not working, but I trust that I will have money to buy your books. I'm 58 years old. I'm wow. a woman. I'm born again. My name is Nunkulukleko. Baba, remain blessed. Wow. Bless you. And so nice to read from you. I get by Very with this name, say Global Baba. You are doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how you pronounce no, it. I have the anointing for it. Global Baba. Yeah, has I can the, see. Global has the anointing for prayers, for fire, for, for all this. For Bible, your own is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to Zambia next. Hello, man of God. Please, sir, I need your help. I keep dreaming recurrently about sleeping with women. Please pray for and counsel me. I need your help. I'm Kennedy Kilesha from, Zim from Zambia. Kennedy, it's not prayer you need to be free from sleeping with women in your dream. You need to renew your mind. You need to give your mind to the word of God. And you need to stay away from anything that is suggestive. Whether films, movies, discussions, books, or magazines. Stay away from anything suggestive. And just focus on the word of God. Focus on what Christ has done. Focus on what we're teaching. And your mind will get renewed and those things will disappear. Another caller. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Welcome to the program. Your name, where you're calling from? My name is Pastor Becky. I am calling from Germany. I'm calling from Germany. Germany. Good evening, Baba. Good evening. Bless you. God bless you. Amen. Baba, I have been listening to you for a while now. And uh, your teaching and your preaching have changed my life. I have. Uh, God experience and the understanding of the teaching. And if I did again, your teaching has made me so amazing what I have never seen before through the teaching. But today, teaching has made me amazing. And uh, me myself, I have been planning to start a ministry to make here. And the priest, I want you, Baba, to please to help me to help work in my community. Please. Amen. Well, what you do again is if you send us a mail, drabeldamina.yahoo.com, share with us what you want to do, your ministry, and all of that. We will see how to connect with you and how we can make you a part of our training so that we're able to help you effectively to, to do ministry. 
but thank you for calling in from Germany. Bless you, Global Baba. We're coming back home closer and closer. We're in Lagos, Nigeria now. Mike is on. Bless you, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Please, is it proper for a believer to hold malice? Is that how they say against uh, his family? You know, just to have malice just like that against a member of his family. I have a brother whose sister wanted to buy him a car for business. While the sister came to stay with him, she brought an uncle who he has not been talking to. And he reluctantly greeted the uncle, and the sister asked him why he greeted him that way. He started quarreling with her seriously, and this brother is struggling with survival with his teaching job. He did not talk with the sister till she got back to the United States. She may not even buy him the car again since he's not talking with her. Is that proper from a believer? That's bad attitude, and he will suffer for it because the Bible says, follow all men with peace and holiness, without which no man around you will see the God in your heart. When you carry out such attitudes, you tamper with supernatural relationships. And when you tamper with relationships, you cut off supply. And then when you cut off supply, you now go to God and be asking God to do a miracle. And God's miracles or supply will be through men around you. That is why you must make sure, strive to make sure as a believer, you forgive. The same way God has forgiven you. It doesn't matter what somebody has done to you. You forgive him. The disciples asked Jesus, how many times will my brother sin and I forgive him? Jesus said 70 times 7, meaning there is nothing that anybody will do to you that you will deny him forgiveness. The same way God has forgiven you, you forgive all others. Okay, we still will continue to look at some entries from the southwestern part of the country. First though, this next caller. Hello. Uh, good evening, Mr. Bush. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Abuja. This is Pastor Isaiah. Pastor Isaiah, many thanks for joining us. Yes, go ahead. Thank you, sir. I want to appreciate uh, Papa. Thank you. And uh, in the teaching this evening, it beat me to it that for a long time, I've not really seen him lay hands on people. I, I remember a few months ago, when my mother-in-law was with me, he was always telling me that oh, this your pastor does not lay hands on people. But Papa beat me to it this night. And uh, there was something I was and meditating on a few days ago, uh, what, uh, what Papa said this evening about uh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God. So my question is, is it out of place that after the service to see the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, I just want Papa to say something about it. God bless you, sir. Thank Pastor you. Isaiah, thank you. I think thank that's you, a great Pastor question. Yes, yeah. a great question. Well, uh, we don't see that in apostolic practice. We didn't see churches in Ephesus, Colossae, Thessalonians sharing the grace. But Paul mentioned that in Corinthians, explaining a concept of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the love of God. So the love of God is what gave us grace, which the love of God is the communion of the Holy Spirit. And the communion of the Holy Spirit will mean that when we gather together, we commune in the word and in the spirit. So benediction shouldn't be it. And as a church, if you begin to put your church's eye on benediction, they may miss the point. So let's always stay within scriptural narratives and function within the confine of, of the scriptures. It makes it better for us, and we benefit maximally from it. Another caller. Hello. Hello. And then where are you calling from? Please, I'm calling from Sirubio. Okay, this is Rubio. I am calling from Sirubio. Yes, your name? My name is uh, Ubom. 
Your name is Udom? Udom, Udom. Udom. Okay, I was thinking why you were thinking about your name. Okay, go ahead. Please. I have had talk three times. And yet the living God is keeping me alive. So I would like, I am now paralyzed, but I believe God that when I speak and Papa prays for me, I will walk even before the end of this year. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for your son wherever he is right now. Supernaturally, there's no distance. We speak to whatever is responsible for the strokes. In the name of Jesus, Amen. we root it from its root. Amen. And we ask for a miracle. Amen. The power of God flows through your body, flows through your body right now. From your head to the soles of your feet, the power of God flows through your body. We command your nerves, your tendons, your tissue, your brain, your cells to come alive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive a miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Global Pastor, I hinted before, we just take four anonymous entries um, spread over... The southwestern part of the country, then we make progress. Okay, this one. Hello, Global Baba and the Intercontinental Mr. Bush. I want Global Baba to counsel me. My father pioneered a church, and I've been supporting him in his ministry. But recently, Global Baba, I came in contact with the truth of God's word because of you. I found myself disbelieving quite a number of things I used to believe. Global Baba, this has become a problem for me. I don't know how to confront my father and tell him that I no longer believe his teachings anymore. Since I am his son, I don't know how he will take it. I want to stop attending his church. I need your wisdom on this one. Sure. All right, so your father is a pastor, and uh, from following the teachings of God's word through this ministry, you've now come to clarity, and you've discovered many things your father is doing in his church is not scriptural. So what you do is you start praying, and then look for ways to engage your father, and see if you can bring some clarity to help him. You never can tell. You could be the way to help your father and the church. But if your father is still adamant, then you have to start believing God for an opportunity to leave home and go somewhere else, maybe to another city, or maybe to somewhere you know, outside of your home where you can freely worship God and serve God. That's the wisdom to give you in that circumstance. But if there are other hidden things we are not aware of, you may need to send another email with details, with more details, so we can give you a more precise counsel. Global Baba, let's run back. This anonymous entry yet again, the second of the four that I promised. Hello, Global Baba and Intercontinental Mr. Bush. Global Baba wanted to counsel me after following your teachings for about one year and a half. I discovered the true gospel through your teachings, sir, and I'm no longer satisfied with my local church because of their teachings. Uh, because they do essentially the law of Moses. Please, Global Baba, I want to leave church, but I don't know how to leave. So something close to the other one. Uh, well, if, you know, you live nicely. Go to your pastor, thank him for the time you've been in that church, and tell him that uh, you want to spend some time to pray. So you may have to withdraw for some time. He won't see you in church for a while. You just want to spend some time to pray. So when you go away for about a month or two months, the pastor knows you're away. At the end of it, by then, people have already started forgetting you. You come back to your pastor officially and tell him you have to move on. And these are the things that are making you move on. You don't want to be in the church and cause friction. You would like to leave. That's what, it. Uh, Baba, what about if um, such a one has also the courage to take up the message with the pastor, just as you told the other side? Oh, sure, if you have the courage. But you see, the point is, if you don't have the courage, don't because once you take it up, you're putting yourself on the line. You can be persecuted, you mm. can be blacklisted, you mm. can be attacked by the entire church. 
So that is what you have to count the cost, whether you can bear that. If not, it's good to live quietly. Eventually, you may be able to come back and engage the pastor and show him the things you have discovered. So it depends on your strength. Fantastic. This next caller. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Michael Bush. Welcome to the um, program. Good evening to you, Global Baba. Bless you. Papa, I have one question to ask. What's your name? And, uh, my name is uh, Isaac, calling from Abuja. All right, go ahead. I am of, of the Catholic background. This thing is a question that has been trying to convince me. What does the teaching of Rapport say about women involvement in the church? Because the Catholic doctrine does not permit women involvement directly in the church. So I want to ask. The teaching of the scripture says there is no male, there is no female. That's number one. We're all one in Christ. Number two, the teaching of the scripture says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Prophesying means the preaching of the gospel and ministry. And if you read the Bible, you find that women were involved in ministry on the front line. People like Aquila and Priscilla. People like, you know, um, all the different women in the New Testament. Brother Paul listed them. In Romans chapter 16 from verse 1. So women were very involved. When Jesus rose from the dead, the frontline preachers of the gospel of his resurrection, the first set were women. So women are supposed to preach and teach and manifest the glory of God. And we will see a lot more women in these last days. Anonymous number three. Global Baba, please explain the law. And I want to know if the Ten Commandments is part of the law. Is the law known as civil law? Thanks, Global Baba and Mr. Michael Bush. Global Baba can just um, hold it there as we take this last caller on this edition of the program. Hello. Hello, evening, sir. Evening. Hello. Go ahead. Good evening. I'm the one that comes from position. My question is from Second Corinthians chapter twelve. Oh, chapter two and three. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. I want to understand what I was supposed from that place. Thank you, sir. Okay, Second Corinthians 12, 2 and 3. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether in the flesh or out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth. Such a one caught up to the third heaven. Next verse. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth. Next verse. That he was caught up into paradise and had unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Next verse. Of such an one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities. Again, when you read such a thing, so brother Paul is narrating his own experience. And you don't build a doctrine on experience. You build a doctrine on the word. He was just sharing an experience and use the experience to exalt what Christ has done. And he says he won't glory in himself. He will only glory in Christ. Basically, his experience he was sharing, there's not much there to learn. Okay, so Global Baba will go back to Anonymous number three, the law. I want to know if the Ten Commandments is part of the law, and the law is known as civil law. The Ten Commandments is not part of the law. The law is different from the Ten Commandments, because if you observe, the Ten Commandments were put inside the ark. The law of Moses was attached from outside the ark. So the Ten Commandments were given by god but the law was given by moses when jesus showed up he summarized the ten commandments in two love the lord your god 
and love your neighbor. And the Ten Commandments are actually about that. Loving God and as a result of the love of God in your heart, you love the brethren. That's the Ten Commandments. But the law of Moses is a definition of a relationship with God that is based on human terms. And based on that, nobody can qualify. So the law defeats man. And because man is defeated by the law, and man cannot fulfill the law. So Jesus came on behalf of man, died, fulfilled the law, and freed man from the law of Moses, so that man can have a relationship with God that is not predicated on the terms of the law, but predicated on the finished work of Christ. Okay, our last um, anonymous take is here now. It says, hello, Global Baba. Is there a difference between speaking at new birth and speaking in tongues as a gift? Please, how do I differentiate between the two? Yeah, there is a difference between speaking in tongues when you got born again, which is what we call the indwelling of the spirit, which is what we call utterance. Then there's also the gift of tongues, which is a supernatural operation of the Holy Spirit, where he gives you tongues with a message. And when that gift comes, there is also a gift to interpret the tongues, which both the tongues and the gift of interpretation becomes prophecy. So there's a gifting of tongues, and there is tongues that a believer speaks when he gets born again as a new language of communion with God. From the southwest in the southern part of Nigeria, we're going to the northern part, Bochi. Here we come. Hello, Daddy. My name is Sarah John. I arrive from Bochi State. Please, I need your prayers. I've been having problems with my kidney and my heart. I'm wondering whether you also approve that I should seek medical attention. Please do. Seek medical attention. See a doctor. Let him examine you thoroughly. And let him really tell you what is wrong. And let him see if there's anything they can do for you medically. However, that doesn't stop us praying for you. So we believe for a miracle for your body. Amen. We rebuke whatever is discomforting your system. We command disease and sickness to be rooted out in the name of Jesus. And we command your body be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. From the northern part of the country, we are dashing to the southeastern uh, part. That's Abakliki in Ebony State. Hello, Global Baba. Please pray for and counsel me for financial opportunities. I watched your program so many times on KLN. I am in serious debt, Global Baba. I need restoration and stability. Please guide me. What do I need to do? Thank you very much. I'm Nwankuo Matthew in a Bakliki, a boy in state. Well, like I always say, when you begin to fall into financial challenges and problems, you may need to look for financial advice from experts who understand, you know, finances. So you may need to seek for counseling from professionals. Let them sit down with you. Look at your scale of preference. Let them look at your budget. Let them look at your expenditures let them look at what are you spending most of your money on and how necessary is it to you so that they are able to advise you on how to cut down and how to be able to manage what you have and get yourself eventually out of your indebtedness so again you need financial advice from financial experts i will encourage you to look for one and go for such counseling okay global baba i think this is the point that we have to say bye bye so we're coming to you Someone who lives um, no name writes, Hello, Global Baba. Why is it that most people pray to God before embarking on a journey, but still have accidents on the way and they die? Does it mean, Global Baba, God never answered their prayers? God answers their prayers, but they take themselves out of the answered prayer by carelessness. Carelessness. For example, you pray for, for protection. You get in the car and the driver is driving at 180 kilometers per hour 
on a road that is very busy. You know what that is going to produce. So sometimes you may have to harass the driver. And if it's, uh, you know, those back in the days when there used to be motorcycles, if I'm on a motorcycle, motorbike, and the, drive, the, the guy is driving carelessly, sometimes I'll just tell him, stop, stop, stop. I need to drop right now because the way you're driving, I don't like it. So you have to take responsibility, especially when you travel, uh, you know, in a car, whatever method of travel, you know, and uh, trust God for safety. Okay, Global Baba producer wants us to go, but we can make a quick dash to it to local government area of uh, Kwaibom State. Says, hello, Global Baba, I'm grateful to God for raising you in our generation to continue to impact lives. God increases you more and more. Amen. Please, Global Baba, what do I need to do to have breakthrough in my ministry and life? Let God help me to accomplish my calling in ministry. Thank you. Pastor Ekanem, in it too. Well, Pastor Ekanem, what you need to do is to settle down like a student and begin to study the word of God like there's no tomorrow. Get materials, get teaching, sit down. Ministry is a function of, of teaching, of learning. Ministry is a function of the revelation of God's word. So give yourself to the study of God's word. Eventually, it will birth ministry out of you. Okay, Global Baba, we need to go. But before we do so, we'll just... Um, we'll just they were talking about laying of hands. Okay. So you need to lay your hands on prayer. Over the prayers. Father, we pray for people who sent in prayer requests tonight. Amen. We decree in the name of Jesus, those who are sick among them, be Amen. healed Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Those that are going through challenges, we rebuke the storm, we rebuke the winds, we speak peace Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Those who are confused, receive direction. Amen. We ask, oh God, those who need a miracle, receive a miracle. Amen. Marital miracle childbirth miracle Amen. receive it in the name of jesus Amen. and we command sick bodies be healed Amen. and we give you praise for answered prayer Amen. in jesus name amen amen global we need to go we are on inspiration fm that is nine to ten tonight and then from 10 until midnight we are on heritage fm the show continues tomorrow 11 until 1 a.m on radio 90.5 fm and then one two three on excel 106.9 fm I'm rounding off in style on UNIU 100.7 uh, from uh, 3 to 5. And then we're back here on Comfort FM, 6 until 8 p.m. Global Baba, we need to go. Intercontinental, Mr. Bush, what a day, man. It's been wonderful. We love you guys. Looking forward to spend more time with all of you tomorrow. And until then, enjoy the grace of God and be blessed. Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen.